0: hello and welcome to the shaken bacon show and today we're going to take a look at that race at homestead miami some key storylines and drivers from the race and some picks for this week's upcoming race at las vegas as well as another additional side story i thought about now the miami race was in my opinion and many people's opinion a great and phenomenal race homestead has always been one of the best mile and a half on the schedule with great racing and great storylines and this year proved it even though it's not the end of year championship race I also want to talk about the key drivers from that race. And first off, I got to give a shout out to the two young guns, Chris Busher and William Byron. Those two were on it, man. Buescher, of course, had a lot of strength in the early race, winning the first stage and showing some strength in stage two, but unfortunately fell off towards the end and finished 19th. And of course, Willie B getting his second win is a big, big deal for him and his team. And he's going to show even more strength this season, along with his fellow Hendrick drivers like Bowman, Elliott, and Larsen, The latter of which I also want to talk about. Larson, too, showed his strength, especially towards the end, and showed how, how just how good he is at, at Miami. He was really fighting hard in that three-car blanket with Martin Truex Jr. and Tyler Reddick. Honestly, I think it's a matter of time before Larson scores his first win with Hendrick Motorsports and probably multiple wins this season. And, of course, the other guy that tried to steal at the end, Tyler Reddick, he was driving like a bat out of hell to get to the front at the end. If he wasn't caught behind Larson and Truex Jr., or he had more time, he would have definitely caught Byron and probably get his first win. But I feel like like a lot of the other young guns, it's only a matter of time before he gets into victory lane. He has the skill and drive to do it. And of course, the abundance of new and surprise winners this season already could help his case. Now, there's something somewhat unrelated to the race itself at Miami is the struggles Kyle Busch has been facing. And this relates back to one famous and important driver, Jimmy Johnson. I apologize if this sounds a bit like a conspiracy theory or something, but I can't help but mention it. So in 2017, Johnson had a really solid year with three wins and a 10th place voice finish, which in reality was a bit of a letdown after he'd come off winning his 7th championship, but a good year nonetheless. 2018 was a much, much different story. He went winless all year, the first time ever in his cup career, and finished whopping 14th in the final standings, his worst points finish at, at the time. Going into 2019, things were looking different and uncertain, with his primary sponsor, Lowe's, which has stuck with him his whole career, leaving him. To add insult to injury, his crew chief, Chad Knauss, the man who had helped Jimmy win his seven titles and been with him his whole career, had left him for a younger driver, William Byron. Then to start off the season, Jimmy would win the Bush class in a dramatic last lap tournament. events. This got people saying that the old Jimmy was back and he'd go and have a big comeback season. A few months later, he was winless for the second year in a row and missed the playoffs for the first time in his career, and that winless streak continued until the very end of his career last year. Now, on to Kyle Bush. In 2019, Kyle had one of his best seasons ever with five wins and his earning his second championship. Going into 2020, things were looking up, and he performed well until the COVID 19 pandemic hit, and racing and life as general was put on hold. And when he came back, Kyle severely underperformed and never ever went back to his winning ways granted he made the playoffs and had that win at texas but as compared to the five previous seasons with four more wins and appearance in the and an appearance in the championship four so going into 2021 kyle's longtime crew chief who had helped him win those two championships adam stevens leaves for the younger driver christopher bell who's who got his first win this season then to start off the season kyle bush wins the bush clash in a dramatic last lap turn events now who knows what might happen the rest of the season with kyle he could have that big season. But he's treading incredibly similar ground to Johnson, and right now his future is somewhat uncertain. And while people might say that Kyle has had similar seasons before where he struggled, most of those seasons came when he was still young and inexperienced, or before he won he won his first championship. But it's not just Kyle Bush who had the bad season in 2020. His teammate Martin Shurik Jr. had a mediocre season in comparison to his last two seasons. He scored an average of six wins in the last three seasons before 2020 and finished second or higher in points. 2020, only one win in a seventh place points finish. Kyle's former teammate, Eric Jones, also had a pretty bad 2020 for being a Joe Gibbs driver. While he won the Bush Clash in a very strange and unfamiliar way, he had zero uh, wins the whole season and failed to make the 16-card playoffs and came home 17th in points. The only driver at JGR who had a strong 2020 was Denny Hamlin with seven wins. But came up just short of winning his first title despite having the most wins out of the championship for Phoenix. That said though, Hamlin still had an amazing 2020 and one of his best seasons to date and really put himself next to Harvick in terms of of overall great drivers. And let's not forget Christopher Bell. In only a second start with JGR, he's won and locked himself into the playoffs. So while it's really early in the season and a little hard to tell how JGR drivers will fare in 2021, it can't be overlooked that the powerhouse drivers like kyle bush and martin Truex jr and that the team of the whole could start right on thin ice now i want to talk about my picks for vegas but honestly with all the surprises winners this year who knows if any of these guys will be in victory lane first up the guy who's won the first vegas race of the year back to back joey lagano Logano's run at the track during the for 400 these past years has been impeccable He's won the first Vegas race of the season back-to-back, as well as led a good chunk of the laps at both races. And his stats in the fall Vegas race haven't been too bad either, so expect him to steal the deal for the third time in a row. Next pick is Joey's teammate and one who has an equal shot at winning the race, Brad Kislowski. Kislawski has three wins at the track, and while his last one came in 2018, you still can't never count him out. He's finished in the top 10, 10 of the last 11 races at the track, so I expect him to stay up near the front and probably win. Next pick to win the race is Kevin Harvick, someone who's been known for being the best out west. Harvick has scored two wins at Vegas, and at last year's Pendulum 400, he led the most laps. Harvick has also kept a top kept a top 10 streak left, with four straight top 10s at the track, so I think he's got this track in his in his pocket and can win this time around. My next pick for the race is Martin Trex Jr., who has had strong moments at Vegas. He has two wins at the track, but as I've mentioned earlier, his performance recently has been lacking, but I still think he can stay up near the front and be there when it matters. My first dark horse for the race is Chase Elliott, who's had a really good run at last year's Penske 400, scoring a stage win as well as leading a good handful of the laps. However, Elliott spun in those closing laps, which relegated him to a 26th place finish, but I still think he can come back and win. My next dark horse is the only one of these picks to have never won a race, and that is Matt DiBenedetto. Benedetto has become so close to so many times to winning and two of those last times was last year's two Vegas races, where he finished runner-up in each. Along with that, the performance of his Penske-affiliated teammates, DeBenedetto has a really good shot to upset the field and score his first win, and keep up the trend of first-time and surprise winners this season. And with that said, those are my thoughts on the homestead of Miami race, the current state of Kyle Busch and Joe Gibbs racing as a whole, and my predictions for Las Vegas. That's it here on the Shake and Bacon Show. I'll see you next time.